Hello and welcome once again above the plane. I'm Jake Lawrence, your host. In today's episode, I want to dive into the topic of irrational interest and how that kind of plays into movement, nutrition, longevity, performance in this process of getting fit, being healthy, and staying confident. So let that run through your mind as you're listening. Um, Again, think about how this might apply to your own life and the way you fill your free space and use your free time. What does it mean to be irrationally interested? You know, what is one thing or something that you do, you like, you've thought about that makes you almost obsessed? Meaning it's on your mind every single day. When athletes talk about winning a title or training or, you know, there's a culmination, there's an event that's coming. You know, it might be a four-year cycle like the Olympics. It might be, you know, a 12-week block or training period leading up to a, a key event. Um, it could be anything like that. It's, it's very tangible when you think of it from the athlete's perspective, right? They're peaking for a pinnacle. Um, this falls nicely after the last podcast on the knife edge or the knife's edge of fitness. Now for the rest of us, it's that thing that we repeatedly do or, or you know, use our time with. What do we fill our free space with? For a lot of people, that is some form of entertainment, whether it's a professional sports team, college sports, something where there is a competition, but you're not involved. You know, you may make yourself emotionally involved, okay? Entertaining, it's an entertaining thing. It's a uh, you know, it has fixed starting and end points, has all those same structural elements built in, but in a very brief period, you know, and it's fitted or it's, you know, delivered to you um, during the most common breaks in uh, from work, right? From the work week, evenings, Saturdays and Sundays, okay, for the most part. So we've got these things and those things, some people can be what I would term irrationally interested in. Okay, and that's a sports team, it's a something local, maybe it's a national thing. All right, it's tribe based. Okay, so there's a group of people you can wear the gear, you can go to the stadium, you can, uh, you know, again, observe the events, whatnot, travel to see these things. Okay, so it can almost become a lifestyle. Now, are you aware or am I aware of what I'm choosing? That's key. Okay, so if I'm aware, that that thing is what I'm choosing to sort of define my life or a period of my life. I need to step back and question, you know, is that the the direction I want to go to? You know, are there books that I want to read? You know, what am I curious about? You know, what can I do within this time period, this time frame that's going to give me a different definition, okay? A different consequence, a different outcome, right? A new outlook, and that comes from when we step back, maybe we look at our calendar or look at those those things, those rote things that we're doing that end up defining our days. And I tell you, I always have things that I want to correct. And they might be small or minor, but they're behavior-based, okay? And behavior-based things, habitual things, are those things that you know, we don't even realize are happening, right? There's some sort of a trigger, okay? And then my, my response is to do this thing right? So I've got to start to recognize that trigger um, at any level, okay? And that can be with a food, some sort of food craving could be for me. Well, it is for me, coffee. I love coffee, love to make coffee. 
anything with a process that I can kind of get into, but coffee, um, you know, too much of it is not good, right? You drink it too fast, you're always caffeinated, affects the adrenals, right? Instead of resting, maybe we're trying to always gear up for the next thing, next creative period. Um, again, from that analysis, from reflection, we can, you know, choose and change things, um, head in a new direction. So, you know, what am I irrationally interested in? Okay. And this is a lot of, a lot of people that start businesses, um, careers, entrepreneurial efforts, um, you know, lifestyle things, things that define their existence. That's what they listen to and follow. Okay. And for others who are in a process, in a flow that's maybe structured and created from the outside by other people, you can, you can, I've seen it, be super interested and committed to that process. That process can define you, right? It can give you, lead to different opportunities. It can be an environment of transition and flow where you, you know, there's nothing else you really want to do. You just want to work or you just want to, you know, that, that, that period when you're invested and committed is, it's all, it may be not all you need, but it's definitely the, the most important thing. If it wasn't there, uh, the, the process of defining or searching or filling that space or that time would be maybe a harsh, harsh reality. Okay. So things like losing your job, retirement, um, can be, forced transitions that uh, really affect you, affect your life. So what we want to make sure we're doing is that we're piecing together elements, things that cannot be taken away from us, okay? Um, that can be created and cultivated anywhere at any time. So whether it's writing something musically, okay, something creative, something artistic, okay, something movement-based, um, you know, skill-based, something you can practice on your own, um, you know, hobbies become habits. And so we can choose, you can choose to learn a skill and, and let that fill some free space. Now I'm not talking about here, we're not talking about major elements such as, um, such as a career, okay, or a new income generating path. It could be, it could be a side hustle um, or side project, but it may just be that thing that allows you to grip and grasp control, okay? And this is a thing separate from people, right? Because people can, can move on, can reject you, can, you know, all those sorts of things. People can come and go, people can pass away. I mean, and if, and if those are the things that you're defining your existence by, um, uncontrollable elements, such as another human being, then again, it's, it's, it could be as temporary as your job, right? Okay. So, or it's something that you may end up trying to control and manipulate and you can't do that with another human being. So, it's got to be yourself. Fitness is a beautiful avenue for this. Okay? Fitness is that thing that you can experiment and you'll never reach the bottom of the well, okay? You'll never climb to the top of the ladder. It'll always be an unknown what you can or can't do, what your potential could be. It's just it'll be continually undefined because there are literally no no limits. There's only the only limit or the main limit is the the one you put on yourself, but it also stems from your imagination. Okay, so what do you believe is possible? And then it's like, okay, what are the steps to take to make that thing possible? 
right? So it's, it's all process-based. But if the thing, if that thing does have a process to it, then there is potential, okay? Then that might be the thing that you are irrationally interested in. Now, just compare that with observing a sporting event, okay? Lack of control, complete control, okay? Lack of autonomy, complete autonomy. So it's worth it to step back and think of those things, I think. You know, when you look back and reflect on what you could have done, the limitations are purely, purely, purely mental, okay? They're self-imposed. Um, but some of those things do end up defining your environment and what the options are within your environment. Um, again, accepting limitations is part of existence and it's part of being able to invest in those one or two areas fully rather than be diluted, spread thin through so many areas. Quick tangent, for me, hobbies become skills. And so too many hobbies, I get invested in being skilled skillful at each one um, just just naturally I'm not even choosing it's just I just want to be feel competent at those things so there's a lot of judgment and assessment and analysis that comes from doing new things so when I have three or four different things or if I constantly have this change or my energy is prioritized I do feel diluted and it's something I work on because I have lots of passions, okay? Lots of things, elements of life that do interest me, right? But I don't have the time to give to each one. And so in order to not be average, okay, in order to reach what I would consider a healthy pinnacle or my greatest potential effectiveness, I need to choose and eliminate. And that's tough to do. It's tough to do, but it's worth having those that thought and conversation with yourself. Like anything that's hard to do, flipping the switch and starting fresh is probably the easiest way to do it because then you've eliminated the decision. You've eliminated the process of do I okay do I do I get off the path and go back to my old thing? Do I say yes to this or and no to that? Um, Again, if that decision is made rather quickly, then there's no you don't need there's no need to go back because really you can't. You've eliminated some of those options. And I don't think of that as a negative thing, elimination. Um, I just think of it of it as recognizing and honoring that thing that is the greatest element in your life. Okay? If you don't know what that is, if you're struggling to find some sense of control. Um, personal ownership, then I suggest just just looking at that, looking at what stirs you, what interests you, um, or maybe if it doesn't right now, think about what you want to interest you. Okay, it will make you feel good, right? Those are often what ways that careers are started and and longevity is had and maintained is is by choosing that thing that you are going to allow and grow with um, alongside time. So. Thank you for listening. Again, I uh, appreciate you stopping by Above the Plane. Until next time, onward and upward.